everybody, and welcome back to Before the Downbeat, a musical podcast. I am your host, Mackenzie, and I am here with my friend, co-host, Canadian B. Arthur, Autumn Smith. Hello, hello, hello. Autumn, how you doing? I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> I'm, it's a beautiful Saturday. We're in air conditioning. Yes, we are in, in, the, in the new digs in Toronto. In the new digs in Toronto. Yes, we are yeah. working it here. Sarah's taking some photographs yep. as we're doing this. Social media, very exciting. Yep, all the way. All the way. Day two of recording. All the things. Yes, we are baking the, the episodes and we are ready for you. Yes. So we will uh, talk today about, I would say, the first concept musical. The, yes. Uh, uh, one all but a man of uh, the myth, the legend, the Lord, the Lord, the Savior, the reason for the season, Jesus Christ, superstar. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Lord Andrew Lloyd Webber. No. <laughs> <It's okay>. no. <laughs> uh, yes, JCS. Yes. Oh. Autumn, why don't you uh, start mm-hmm. us off? What you're going to have two things you're going to start doing. So why don't you tell us why you chose this musical, and mm-hmm. then you can segue into the creative team behind the show. Um, so we'll do a amalgamation. Why I chose, I'm a sucker for rock musicals i love jcs i love chess i Mm. love uh who's tommy um not so much on the the new like mama mia's things like that but the (laughs) the their actual musicals that they write uh amazing i am a huge tim rice fan yes uh i'm a huge andrew lloyd weber fan so listenable uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's kind of like the modern day Mozart. Like, yeah. Like, really yes. Like what he has written in his career. Yes. In the amount of stuff he does. Or, um, I said hello to him once when he what? was at the theater. I know. Was, no. was this your Witches of Eastwick days? No, this is when I was working at um, the Gilgood Theater, which okay. really useful bought, which right. he is like the, the big cheese of. Yes. And he came to see Vanessa Redgrave and her brother Corin and Corin's wife Kika. Okay. In uh, Song at Twilight, what which the was heck a is that um, musical. It's not a musical. Okay. It's a is it Noel Coward? It's a Noel Coward play that was playing at the Gilgit at okay. the time. Okay. And he came in, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. That's you know, I I freaked out. I, did I you say hello back out. to you or do you kind of walk right past I you? was I was at that point uh, working the coat check so I gave him his coat ah. and I was like here you go <laughs> yeah it was very uh, daunting I can only imagine with and uh, yeah because literally I listened to Phantom of the Opera when I was 13 <laughs> In its entirety, every single day, until I went to see the original cast in New York ah. for my birthday, for my 14th birthday. Your 14th birthday. Yeah. I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm, you know, 
Born Again or something. I, don't I love know. it. Born Again. Interesting. JCS. So that's um, why you chose it. Yeah. No, I, I chose it because I I love it. Like I just I love it. I love Judas. I love the complexity of it. Yes. I love that it was controversial. Yes. I think it is a beautiful musical <laughs> that's it that's okay. it i just it gets in me yeah and from that down 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 like it's so good it's so good heaven on their minds is like heaven on my mind is like one of the best songs ever written I agree. so good so um the people the people yes, who we got? all the people who i've already we mentioned need to now, Lord Lloyd Webber, Andrew Lloyd Webber, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber, Baron. Actually, he's a Baron. He's not he's Sir. He's a Baron now? He's a Baron Lloyd Jeez, Webber. He's moving him up the ranks here. He's a composer, impresario. Uh, he's in everything. He is. Um, he has, like, created 13 musicals, a song cycle. He's created his Requiem. own Requiem Mass. <laughs> Which is, uh, P.A. Yezo is gorgeous. I love that. Sarah Brightman singing it. Oh, my God. Who he was married to. Yes. There were lots of whole other things. And that's done. Well. I didn't realize he was married before her and had two kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also he kids have a death. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. And he met her when she was doing Cats. Yes. And she was. Cool, eh? A very young Which was very. <laughs> well, he was younger at that point, too. Uh, he was still, he was still uh, the boss. He was a bit older. Yeah. Well, actually, um, the whole creative team of Trevor Nunn found his wife there. and I know. Yeah. I like know. They, there, oh. there was a lot of inner cat dating. Cats. By, by, by the creative team. It was perfect. Oh. Uh, I had to put it in. I, it, was a, it, was a, it was a furry situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I'm not very good at puns, but I will drop them all the time. Um, so he received a knighthood in 92 and then f- received a peerage from uh, Queen Elizabeth II. Mm-hmm. Um, six Tonys, three Grammys, as well as a Grammy Legend Award, an Academy Award, 14 Ivor Novello Awards, seven Olivia Awards, a Golden Globe, a Brit Award. Uh, the but he's 2000 not an Eagle season, like, is. Um, he does have the Emmy. He's got everything uh, but an Emmy. No, he does not Lord have Weber, an Emmy. Get on that damn Emmy. That's okay. That's okay. He doesn't need an Emmy. Sure he does. Um, Where a good like TV theme. I know. I know. Like yeah, a good one. I, th- I think he win Emmys for that. Sure. Why not? Phone Netflix, Lord. Lord. Oh, Lloyd there Weber. you go. That'd be great. Do, right? like a, do like a FX miniseries all about Lloyd Webber. There you go. That'd be great. He'll win. Yeah. Uh, a classic Brit Award. Um, his song he's got about it all. Hollywood Walk of Fame, yeah. Songwriters Hall of Fame, British Academy of Songwriters. He's got the longest. Oh, no, 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 no. He is one of only 15 people to have won an Emmy, Oscar, Grammy, and Tony. So he, he has won an Emmy. What do you win an Emmy for? Um, I don't. I'm going to look no. that up. What the heck did Lloyd Webber win an Emmy for? Um, his company, Really Useful Group, is one of the largest theater operators in London. They own several theaters. Um, and he's... Ah, that's how he got it. He was recently... Yeah. He won it for the most recent TV production of Jesus Christ Superstar with John... Uh, with, uh, with, um, what's his name? With John... John Legend? John Legend. Yeah. There you go, because he produced it. There you go. That's, That's right. Why. So there you go. Yes, so technically him, John Legend, and Tim Bryce are now all e winners. John Legend is? Yes, he is. He won a Tony? 
Yes, he did. For what? I can't remember. John Legend did? Yeah. No. Yes. Look it up. Come on. Look, John Legend, he got. Sorry, this is a, this is a rabbit hole now. Um, anyway, he's a massive philanthropist. John well. Legend wins EGOT to make history CNN. Who, t- what did he win a Tony for? Let's see what he won the Tony for. Hold on. I don't even know what he won a uh, Tony for. John Legend. He won the 15 people. He won the Grammy, obviously. Tony's. Um, so showing off his producing abilities once again, oh. John Legend earned his Tony for best revival of a play for his production of Ginty in part of a famed playwright, August Wilson's Pittsburgh Cycle, which oh, is a amazing. of 10 plays. Yeah. Does so that count? Go. I don't know if that well, counts. That, I guess well, that counts. That's the neatest thing with, a, with an EGOT. I know. You can win Producers. Tech, exactly. So. If you produce something, technically you can win it. I guess so. I guess so. I guess it's, I guess they deserve it. That's true. I, I produce. I know how hard it is. Producers, you should have your own awards because you're that amazing. Uh, and you should hire Mackenzie and I all the time. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so Lord Lloyd Webber. You got winning guy. He's uh, written some little musicals like Cats, the controversial Cats. Evita. Uh, Evita. Phantom. Yes, Phantom. Um, um, Joseph. Star. Oh, I love Starlight <laughs> Express. We will not do that one anytime soon. Um, beautiful Game. Mm. Um, Love Never Dies. No. The, the sequel. God. Uh, not even a sequel. And Love Never Dies actually has a song from Beautiful Game. That he reused. That he reused. School Requiem, of Rock. School of Rock. Oh, um, um, Call Me on a Sunday. Uh, uh, Tell Me on a Sunday. But it was actually called Song and Dance. Right, because it's a two-part yeah. over. Yeah. Starring his brother as the cellist. <laughs> Very good. Uh, in the dance portion. Very good. Julian Lloyd Webber. There you go. Or Julian Lloyd Webber. Uh, <laughs> I think that's his. Yeah. Julian. Yeah. That's Either way. Anyway. Cellist. He's a beautiful cellist. Mm-hmm. And Julian, I'm, I'm sorry I, if you're a Lloyd Webber or a, just a Webber. I'm not sure. No, I think he's Lloyd Webber. So that's him. Um, Jesus Christ Superstar. Who else we got on the team? Um, well, I, funny, I only have one other person, which is the director of the original Broadway. I guess um, you're saving Tim Rice for, um, for, for one yeah, of our I other episodes why, this oh, season. Oh, yes, I, I am, but I can go back up. Hold, please. I wrote Tim Rice again, because we're, we're recording out of sequence today. Yes. So, yes, Tim Rice. <laughs> like, well, you know, by the time this episode comes out, we will have talked about Tim Rice in yeah. one of our earlier episodes. So We will. We Go will. back and listen to that episode of Chess. Yes. And you will hear all about Tim Rice. And he's also a sir. He's, yes. he's a knight. Yes. A knight of the British Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah. yeah. So and the he's director. great. And then the director, I had no idea about this human being. And now I'm completely fascinated by him and his name is tom o'horgan 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 uh and he's an american theater and film director composer actor and musician okay and he also was the director of hair comes <laughs> as no surprise um and he he wanted to create this idea of total theater 
which was described by the New York Times as wittily physical and which earned him a reputation as the Busby Berkeley of the acid set. (laughs) I'm like, I need to know more about you because you sound fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. The Busby Berkeley of the acid set. (laughs) So he was he's a Chicago guy. Um, and he was introduced to theater by his father, a newspaper owner and sometimes actor who took him to shows and built him footlights and a wind machine. Oh, cool. I'm like, dad, you are cool. That's just like my dad who built me a stage in my bedroom. Like as a kid. See, there you go. Um, I love parents that support um, their children's artistic um, endeavors mm-hmm. because you know what? It's the greatest gift you can it give is. them. It is. Um, my parents did too. They were they were awesome. I I even colored my walls with crayons. Oh so my there goodness! My mother would kill me for that. And that well, I yeah, it didn't go over so well. But <laughs> I don't um, think it ever goes then over they appreciated the it. Walls. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Um, I after that, that was my last. Uh, venture into visual arts mm. uh, <laughs> until fish. Um, so, as a child, he sang in churches and he wrote operas, uh, including one entitled "Doom of the Earth" at Doom age twelve. Of the earth. This ah, guy, this ah, guy ah. is a genius. Um, so he received his degree and he played a ton of musical instruments, and then he went on to perform with Second City. And then he started his own, um, like, one-man thing playing New York City clubs. <laughs> um, and he it was a nightclub act where he performed improv- improvisational humor as improvisational he accompanied humor? himself on the harp. <laughs> Talk about ADT piece uh, if there ever was one. So anyway... Needless to say, you can only imagine where this guy ended up other than Jesus Christ Superstar. He became a mainstay at La Mama Experimental Theater Club. <laughs> Good for him. So I'm like, is he, is oh, he alive yeah. or is he dead? Uh, I, I think he's still alive. I'm not sure. I would have to check. Okay. Um, no, he died. Oh. 2009. Okay, so cool. recently. Yeah, pretty cool recently. Cool guy, though. Cool guy. Cool yeah. history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Cool. Yeah. Hair JC. Yes. JCS. Not a bad combo. No, not a bad, like... And wind machine and, yeah. Footlights. Footlights in his bedroom. Love it. Great. Yes. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. All right. So, the production history... Yes. ...of the show. So, this is... So, you probably can fill some stuff in along the way. Maybe. Um, but basically, the way this all happened was, basically, Tim Rice and Lloyd Webber wrote uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Woo! had a great success with that it became a hit huge and then they were like okay well what do we do next well we continue wanna... the biblical journey well it was exactly it they yeah. went why not go back to the source material that got us started because there's a lot of source material in there that works great mm-hmm. so they went through a lot of different stories in the Bible that they considered including Jonah and the whale oh cool um, that's next <laughs> Samson and uh, the story of Samson and Delilah. Oh, cool. Which I think would be a great show. Yeah. So they go through and also really, it's Lou Weber who ends up going with the idea of the last days of Jesus Christ because he goes, Jesus Christ, great guy, but I don't want to tell the whole story because that's the logic way to do a show. But he says the last days of Christ are really fascinating. So let's mm-hmm. go that route. So sure enough, they set off to do it. But when they were doing it, they decided to start off as a concept album. Yeah. 
Um, Which Chess also did. It did. Well, yeah. once again, it all ties back to Tim Rice and Louis Weber. They mm-hmm. have found a formula that worked for them where it was create the concept album. Yeah. Build up some buzz. Get like some singles out there that are really popular for yep. people. And then that will allow a producer to then back us. So basically yeah, the album was the money. Exactly. Yeah, the smart. album was a success in Britain mm-hmm. when it was first released in July of 71. Okay. Um, and then it wasn't a huge success when it first came out in America, as to be expected. People were up in arms about the way it was depicting Jesus and the Jews. Angry. And, yeah. yeah it's, but it's, ultimately, yeah. Uh, the first authorized American concert of the rock opera took place for an audience of 13,000 people. Oh my God, that's at, a lot. Yes, at the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Civic Arena. Huh. Uh, the show opened on Broadway on October 12th, mm. yeah. uh, 1971. It starred Jeff um, Fenholt as Jesus, Ben Vereen as Judas, and Bob Bingham as Caiaphas. Mm. Who's Mary Magdalene? Oh, I did not write that down, but I know... But I know it was one of their, like, friends. Oh, cool. They, uh, they had found. But one of the people who auditioned for The Rock, they cast Mary Magdalene, was Bette Midler. And Lord Webber kicked himself because he went, that's who I should have gotten. But ultimately it worked out in the end for her. It's crazy. Can you imagine a Bette Midler as Oh, well, no, Mary she's Magdalene? playing Hello, Dolly. Yeah. She would have been great in the, at that time. Oh, right? As Mary, well, don't forget, she was in the original production of Fiddler. But oh. yes, um, so the production opens. It received mixed reviews because there were audio problems. They actually had to carry mics with cables <laughs> around. Yeah, cordless wasn't invented. Cordless was not invented. And, they yeah. and it didn't work because when they went, when they tried to go cordless, it would mix in with the police scanners. So halfway through the show, they'd be singing like Gethsemane and all of a sudden they'd be like, 1014, 1014. And everybody'd be like, That's what is so going hilarious. on? Um, so the show closed on June 30th, 1973 after uh, 700 and when? Before, June, June 30th, 1973. Oh, I was like just a baby. Yes. That's hilarious. Yes. And it ran for a total of 711 performances. Mm. Um, the show was nominated for five Tony Awards, including Best Score, but won nothing. Really? It did not win. Again, another... Yep. Shut out. Uh, shut out. Uh, but since then, the show has gone on to great critical acclaim, including a revival production happening in 1977, 2000, and 2012, which is based on the Stratford production. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, star Paul Nolan and Shalina Kennedy. Yes. And Josh Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a film version came out in 73, which apparently Lloyd Webber hates. Really? He does not like the film version. Why? Because he was busy doing other projects. And basically, it was kind of taken out of his hands, so he wasn't able to control the process like he normally did. So the sound was off. It wasn't recorded right. You're kidding. Yeah, he does not like it. And if you That's listen to so the recording, the, drum, the drums are all off, and it, it sounds like they tried to land a second drum track. Yeah. Fix it. it just doesn't okay. sound right. And ultimately, the way the production was... Direct, the film was directed. It was That's really so funny. out there and weird. You had machine guns and spears. Like, it wasn't consistent. And Lil Weber just... Oh, yeah. Was, no, no, no. Yeah. Dramaturgically, it's like... In the, it's all over the place. And, and Lil yeah. Weber hated that. Like, he went... I would, that, that's, that's why, he, that's so why he, he's become so protective. It's a very being, disco oh, version. Yes. Of, of, <laughs> of, being, of being heavily involved with all his projects. Which is why like, he controlled Phantom, Avita, and now Cats. That's so funny. So, that's why we have the way things are yeah. now with him. But yeah, basically, that's kind of where it all uh, went. I don't know if you want to add anything else to production history. 
No, that's great. And it's toured extensively. Oh, absolutely. It's a huge tour. It it was one of those first big musicals that really went out on tour and just kind of took the world by storm. Yeah. Like it was in every country, basically. That's great. It was huge. So I guess you kind of talked about where, uh, just like how you first came to the show. Oh, no, I have more. Oh, you have more? Okay, go. I have more. Go, go, go. I first came to this musical when I was like seven. Okay. Seven. Yeah. Well, at that time, it, it debuted in 71. It debuted in 71, closed on Broadway in 73. So I was about... Yeah, I was only about eight years old when I came to it. Okay, so okay, so it was pretty. It was, it was pretty fresh. fresh. But my parents had the LP. Oh, it's so, the old record. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We old schooly, and we had because they're awesome. They are. They had this record player, and every Friday night would be record night. Nice. And they would play it. So I. It's a great. It's a great album to listen to. Yeah, tell oh, the whole story. It's awesome. It's so awesome. So. <clears throat> And then our community theater did it when I was nine. Did you get to be in as like the no, member of no. the mob? No, I wasn't in it. <sighs> I wanted to be in it because uh, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, <laughs> Sarah's taking pictures, so she's, that's she, why I'm laughing. She, she's, she's now becoming our social media. Presence. She's our social media awesomeness. Yeah, she's being. She's the creative. Uh, 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 something virtuoso virtuoso thank you um so i saw it when i was nine mm-hmm. and then it's been one of my favorite musicals ever since yeah i, I also saw it on tour when i was oh i don't know 17 okay at the old o'keefe center oh which was then the sony center and okay. now it's I don't know what it is anymore. I don't know. Toronto it, Live or yeah, something. It keeps changing. Changes names. I don't know. What else has it been? The, um, yeah. The O'Keefe. Then it, Hummingbird. It was yes. the Hummingbird. I, the, I always liked that. Then it was the Sony Center. Yeah. Okay. So that's why. I, and I, I love it. I love yeah. it. And I I like to mine it every time. Absolutely. I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. My mother says, hey, come to church with me. I'm like, I'll just listen to Jesus Christ Superstar. And I got my fix of... (laughs) That's it. That's all I need. I need that overture and I'm sold. Yeah. But it's complex. And you know what? I... Yeah. We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll get into that once we get into like, should it be revived again? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So basically the way I got into it was I was given the... Uh, tape, not a CD, a tape Ooh, of the Lloyd tape. Webber Gold yeah. um, recording of all his great hits. Oh and my God. on there the were compilation. the compilation of the Lloyd oh. Webber greatest hits. And on there was two tracks for Superstar, which was Superstar and I Don't Know How to Love Him. Yes. So that's how I first got into that. Um, and then. I saw a production of it in 2011 at the Stratford Festival before it went to Broadway. Right. Yeah, I didn't see that version. Did um, it was good. I didn't mind it. The sound mixing was a little off, though. <laughs> it was just loud the whole time. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Can't be loud the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's very loud in your face the way they did it. Yep, and then yep. since then, obviously, I've wa- I watched the most recent um, TV version with John Legend, Legend. and Sarah Borales. Um and um, Norm Lewis as Caiaphas. And what's his you name? You love the Caiaphas. I love it. I, I, I think he's an interesting character. I don't think he's written well. We'll get into no. that. Um, but yeah, basically, yeah. So I've kind of gone through it. I just saw the most recent production I saw was at the Lawrence Center. 
down in um, St. Catherine. Oh. Yeah, Rockville St. Catherine's. Because uh, my friend was starring as Judas, a female and Judas. A female Judas. A female Judas. That is my dream role. And she was fantastic. Oh. Michaela, shout out to you. Um, but yeah, they did a production of it. Way to go, Michaela. I don't, yes. I don't know you, but I'm, <laughs> I bet you she rocked was fantastic. it. They gave her a mohawk. They did a whole steampunk kind of Mad Max design. Yeah. It was really cool. It was a really cool, interesting production. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's kind of how I came to it. So I guess now we get into our top three songs. Autumn, yes. where do we start with uh, you? Well, what is the like first the, one on your list? Uh, have another mimes. Listen, Jesus, I don't like what I see. All I ask is that you listen to me. And remember, I've been your right-hand man all along. You have set them all on fire. They think they found the new messiah. And they'll hurt you when they find they're wrong. It's so complex. It's it like is a, not. It's not on my list of songs. It's not on your list. I mean, um, it's always. It's like in the top five after the. Like, it's there, my number three one. Other songs that I would listen to more than Heaven. Oh no, they overturned to Heaven on their minds, and it's so. It's so. He's so trying to rationalize. Yes, and it's like it's Judas is actually making genius. sense, and it's like, oh, I'm siding with Judas yeah, right absolutely. now. And it's so th- that's what I love about this musical too is it's just as much Judas's story it's more as Judas's it is story than his Jesus's. Jesus's story. I would argue that Judas and is the main. Um, he's the protagonist. I, I, I guess, guess. anti hero of the story. I guess so. Because Judas kind of pops in and of the story, but really it's the downfall of Judas. Yeah, well, and it's the challenge. Like, yes. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, yeah, you're screwing I, us I, over here. Like, you're kind of putting us in a bad spot. Like, he's basically saying, people are going to start thinking, you're, you're, you're losing it. Yeah. And we support you, and we're all for your peace, love, and grooviness. Yeah. But what is, what is the, what is the... Like it's, he's measuring, he's measuring. And and, you know, it's kind of like looking at it in terms of a cult. Yes. And like, if you look at Charles Manson or if you look at Jim Jones, like how far are you willing to go before you call that person out? And will you follow them to the end to see if they're salvation? Well, it's kind of like, not to bring politics in, but it's kind of like a Republican standing up to Trump in his base going, maybe we shouldn't be saying that. Like maybe we're going, yeah. like, like you're seeing that when we recorded this, we have just gone through the week of Trump um, and the go home, go oh, back to where he came from uh, chants that he created on Twitter. And then at Oof. his rallies and he got these four lone Republicans in Congress all going, mm, maybe not, not good. We're going a little bit too far here. So I, I, it's, it's that thing of. Let's start again. Yes. Can <laughs> yep. we start again, please? please absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the beginning. Yes. Uh, like, talk about idealizing it's true. the past. Yes. It'd be interesting if you could do, like, a version, like, of the sort of where like, Jesus looks like a Trump character. And like, yeah. And, and yeah and but have, he's not, he's not that ex- Trump. I mean, he is extreme. <laughs> but he's, it's like, it's like anyone coming down and saying, there's another place for us to go after we die. Yes. And that's all going. There's one God. And and no one no one had said that before. No. And everyone's like, uh, you full of it. And don't you forget you're in the Roman it. Empire where Rome was number one. 
Well, well and God, the, like, it, okay, you had paganism and you had the Romans. And there were several gods. Yes. And there was also Judaism yes. at the time. Yes. Um, so there was that God. Yeah. Which there's is different like from the Roman gods. Yes. You know, it's different from the Greek gods. Yes. <laughs> like it's, and, and, and I mean, we, there's, there's a, there's a huge, you know, yes. it's amazing. Uh, yeah. It's, and it's amazing. Yeah. The Christianity, religion, organized oh, religion. I find it is absolutely fascinating. It's fascinating what people want it's a safety yes and it, it's the community thing yes. again it's people like the safety of something that is known yeah so when jesus came in it's you know he made a stir but there was a bandwagon that yeah. wanted to join that it's true he was in the right spot at the right time yeah. even though judas says why'd you come back in this time period when you could have come monterey you message would have gone a lot further but would there have been modernity without that kind of critical thinking about Christianity? Like it's, yeah. it's a, it's an interesting, it's a, it's a huge, is fascinating for that. He's he is. The he's the questions. devil's advocate. He really he's is. He's the curious one. Yes. Whereas Jesus is very secure in what he yes. knows. And Judas is like, well, but how do we know? Like he's kind of the scientist. Yes. Right. Exactly. Or the atheist going. Or the, we the, believe? the fact person. Yeah. Like these are the things we. Well, he's the money guy, the group, right? So yeah. he's the accountant, the literal, like. He's the facts Don't guy. spend money on foot, on foot oil. That money can go to the poor. It can go somewhere else. Yeah. Like you wanted to, and he's, he was a good man. Yes. Like he also wanted to do good things. Yes. But exactly. he, he, he was the second in the pecking order. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, good choice. So, heaven on, uh, heaven, heaven on their minds. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, the rationalization yes. of everything. So my first choice is Gethsemane. Yes. I only want to say If there is a way Take this cup away from me For I don't want to Taste its poison, feel it burn me. I have changed. I'm not as sure as when we started. That song is like the two to force of the show. It's great. I, it's such. A, it's a great song. It's on it's my like list. It's like five, too. seven minutes of just Jesus having a full on mental soliloquy breakdown. Like it's a struggle. We actually yes. get to see him struggle. And it's like, that's, I'm sure somebody would struggle if they know I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to die for all of you people. But how do death. I know that this is true? Yeah. This is some object I've not seen yes. telling me. Yes. Like the struggle's real, man. Yeah. The struggle's real. And I think my favorite version of this is the one sung by Colm Wilkinson. Because he hits that. Well, Colm was one of... He was Judas. He was Judas. So the whole story he has in his concerts is he loved the Jesus role. And so he learned it. And he went to the director. Mm -hmm. And so so, so he went to the resident director and said, for one night, 
could we swap it? I know the track of Jesus. I know the music. No. And and this actor was like, yeah, I'm game for it. I'll take a night off. I'll step aside. And the director and producers are like, no, calm. You're Judas. Suck it up. Oh, no. You're the other guy. So, but, but he sings it in a, con- but he sings Gethsemane in concert and it is. I can believe it. Fan- Cause he has that thought. Yeah. He's one of those few actors who has the right range for Jesus. Like I, there's so many, like John legend, God bless him. No. He could not hit that big note in. Yeah. Yes. The, the why. Yeah, the why. Like that huge. And Which is so important. There, like no issue. Like he's like, Oh, and I got it. It's it, so important. It is. It's, it's that pinnacle. And then it, and it, it just, uh, oh, it's such a great song. It's a song. rock musical. It is. You know who would have been a great Jesus? Who? Freddie Mercury. Yes. Mm, yes. That would have been good. Yes. Yes. But that's like, like we're talking like epic rock. Yes. Right well, now. That's what like, that is. Yeah. It's epic rock. I want to know. I want to know. My yeah. God. Do, do, yeah. Do. It's great. It's like. Bum. Bum. Like it's just. Uh, it's, and, it, and it's chewy. It's like one of those classic. Opera arias where it just yeah. goes on and it's repetitive, but it's that yeah, it's exactly it's a it's it's, it's kind of like the, tra- the it's thought a rock train. opera yeah it's it a is a train true of, rock opera yes. it's just it's just his thought train just going a million miles a minute till he takes the drink it's like oh yeah okay and I'm done. all, all right, right I'm I'll in. die yeah <laughs> okay yes. and it's fantastic because when you, cause, cause when you read that scene in the Bible it comes across <laughs> as Jesus being like all right I know let's do it. But that's what I love about this rock opera mm-hmm. is that it gives everyone the agency to really think yes. and and not be just this, you know, shining pillar yeah. of, you know, religious. Yeah. You know, he is. He's a man. He, he's a man. He's, he's struggling. Conflicted. He's conflicted. Yeah. Everyone in this opera is con- like is conflicted. Yes. And that's even great. Even Caiaphas, even No, I don't know about Caiaphas. No, Caiaphas I think played, but I think played properly. Oh, he could be. But, he could be, but, but that's in that's in the playing. Yeah, it's in the playing. And all pressures I've seen it's been a very yeah, but one dimensional bad. Which we'll is talk too about bad. That. We'll talk it's about too that. It's too bad. Talk about that later. Okay. So what is your second choice? Of top three. Well, songs. I liked Gethsemane. Okay, so there you um, go. But Pilot's Dream. That's my number two. I love it. I dreamed I met a Galilean, a most amazing man. He had that look you very rarely find. The haunting, haunted kind. I asked him to say what had happened, how it all began. I asked again, he never said a word, as if he hadn't heard. It is such a great Carver played it in Stratford. Conflicted. And he was a fantastic pilot. Then they, he didn't come to Broadway, so they got some other guy i forget his name he he played dracula on uh, in, in the dracula musical oh that, yeah. i mean he was okay we won't talk about that no, one no that sounds terrible yeah. it's like spider-man the musical <laughs> something right. spider-man not, musical will not be appearing on this we're podcast. just not gonna talk about yeah. those but pilot's dream 
It takes so good. It, it's so good. It makes Paul just not just this one dimensional no. guy who shows up for one scene in the Bible. Instead, no. I mind you, I kind of feel bad because in the Bible, it's his wife that has the dream and she tells Pilate yeah. of, of what, what she dreamt. But to some, can, to condense the story, they gave it to Pilate. And it's great. It's a fantastic moment. And, it's, and it shows, once again, it's the conflicted word. It's gray. It's uh, not black and white. He's a There's, true politician going like, do I go with the mob and be damned for all history for siding with the mm-hmm. people where he clearly knows Jesus is an innocent guy? Yeah. And it's like, what do I do? And just his, I dreamed I met a Galilean. Yeah. It's, just, it's that simple it's great. melody. And usually it's some by a guy in a bathrobe. because I know. Because he's woken up from a nap. Yeah. And it's a fantastic. No, it's simple. It's conflicted. And it just, it, again, that's what I love about this, this musical is there's no like, and there was tons of controversy around it and okay, whatever. I think there's going to be tons of controversy around anything you throw up. That's about religion. Absolutely. But I think this shows the most gray. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I'm I'm gonna say that. I agree with you for yeah. that. Uh, so, what is your third choice? Or, I um, guess it kind of was. Well, Palestine, but I love. Could we start again, please? I didn't make do. my list. It did not make my... I, you know, it's a, okay. You know, it's a pretty song. It was added in because they realized they lost Mary Magdalene in Act 2. I know. She just doesn't show up except for the, like, those... But it's it's all about just going back and yes. seeing what they can do differently. Again, a struggle song. Yes. Right? And Peter and, you I know, wish she had a bigger role, Peter, in the show. Yeah. Well, we're going to Simon Z lots, but... Yeah. Like, I wish we got more with Peter. Because yeah. I feel like he's a very interesting character that you could really... There's a, I mean, there's a lot you can do with all the disciples. He's the one that everybody like kind of pins, like as the first pope. Peter is the first pope. Yeah. So like, you really could have gone deeper into his whole thing of how, like, do I follow up to Jesus? How do I, yeah, live up to that? I think that's a missed opportunity song. So if they were going to remake the movie and they wanted to write a new song to get into the best original song category at the Oscars. Hey, Lloyd, Lloyd Weber. That would be a song I would put into Lloyd the show. Weber. <laughs> because it is... It's a tongue twister. It is. And yeah, can we start again, please? A great moment for Mag Magdalene. It's a beautiful message to people where yeah, like, but it's everybody says too. that. Everybody says, could we start again, please? And I'm sure yeah. there are people in the world, including politicians, who say the wrong thing at the wrong moment and their whole career is ruined. And it's a thing of, crap, could we just start over, clean the slate and let me yeah. go back to the beginning? Absolutely. I wonder if Donald Trump has that. Could we start no. again? No, there's, there's for him. too much hubris. True. Arrogance is never good in politics. True. Same true, as true. Doug Ford. There's there's no, <laughs> it's just, it's, it, you know what? It's ignorant and arrogant. Yes. Combo, bad. Yeah. Bad combo. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Jesus didn't have that. Nope. Mary Magdalene didn't have nope. that. She just had a little bit of that. 
I don't know if he did. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he's ignorant or arrogant. I think he's desperate. Mm, there you go. Good way to put it. I think I think desperate is different mm-hmm. from those two things. Yes. So my third choice of song is Herod's King Herod's song. I am waiting because I'm a captive fan. I'm dying to be shown that you are not just any man. So if you're the Christ, yes, the great Jesus Christ, feed my household with this bread. You can do it on your head or has something gone wrong? Why do you take so long? Come on, King of the Jews. Yeah. I love this song, Two Pieces. It's the comedy of the show. You know me in comedy. I know. Uh, this is the one of the few like really up-tempo songs, and it's a great juxtaposition of the moment where you have Jesus beaten, bruised, tied up. He's such an a-hole, though. That's, but it's so great. Turn my water into one, walk across my swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, he's kind of like, he could be Donald Trump. Oh, yes. Prove it to me, people. Prove it. And the song itself, it's just a scene still. Like he's in for one scene of the whole Your show. Your fake news. Prove it yeah. to me. <laughs> like he, like the King Herod song, it's just, so. And it, yeah. I, and it was intended to be in Joseph. That song, that melody was meant to be in Joseph, but they cut it. Well, they cut it to go into his Christ Superstar. Yes. So they found, like, they found a later use for it, but it's just that great. Beautiful game. Do, 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 do. No, the only thing I didn't like about the John, one of the things I didn't like about the John Noble version was the guy they got to play Herod. Forget his, it was, who was it? It was like Weird Al or like, no, who was it? Oh, was yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, who was it? Uh, Jesus. I forget. Christ. I didn't watch that whole thing. Oh, I, I did. Like, I thought it was, I thought overall it was great. Um, um, it was okay. Uh, who was it? It was. Alice Cooper. And I'm like, but, but they should get Jack Black. Jack Black would be a great King Herod. Yeah. Well, he'd find some complexity with it. Yes. Like there's a fear. And I think. Oh, absolutely. He's fearful. But like, I did. If, not many people grab that. No. Not like, many people it's, get it's, it. It's a, and that's why he gets so mad at the end. Because he's like, prove me wrong. Like, like at the same time, it's like, don't prove me wrong. Because then I'm out of a job. Yeah. As King of the Jews here. me Christ Mr. Wonderful Christ you're a joke you're not the Lord you are nothing but a fraud take him away he's got nothing to say get out you king of the get out king of the oh get out you king of the Jews Basically, that the, uh, there's a lot of complexity. But this is, I think, why people get angry, is because he's portrayed as the comedic relief. True. So I think he's kind of like in, what's his name in um, uh, uh, Merchant of Venice, not Shylock. Um, Lancelot Gobo. Yeah, like I just I think that uh, yeah I don't like the song. <laughs> it's going because on your I think, top three dislike list. Well. <laughs> I just think I think it's the way it's portrayed. I think the fact that it's comedic relief and it's such a dark moment of the show. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he's about to go be lashed. Uh, but I think that's why people don't like it. I think it's not very sensitive. Mm. I Whereas the rest of the musical is. True. And this is the one. Song and this is kind of like, it just paints a bad picture. Mm. I don't know. I still like it. I like that up-tempo. It's fun. It's you can dark still comedy. It's dark comedy. But you need to find a way to nail it. Yes. And most people don't. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's all. Okay. So now we're into our top three songs that we often skip or just simply are not a huge fan of. So mm-hmm. where are you starting, Autumn? I don't really skip anything. Okay. Um, the one song I would skip is the Herod song. The Herod song? Because it bugs me. Okay. I got two. I got three. Wow. I, I found three. That three. So my first one is This Jesus Must Die. Perception, the stakes we are gambling are frighteningly high. We must crush him completely. So light on before him. This Jesus must die for the sake of the nation. This Jesus must die. Must die. Must die. This Jesus must die. Uh, sung by Caiaphas and Crew. I love it. I love it as like it's just a fun song, but I go, Caiaphas is written as such a one dimensional baddie where I'm like, I can see why Jewish people don't like this show. Cause oftentimes he's played by a black actor. Cause nobody else can sing that deep normally. Yeah. It's a, it's a oh, I've seen white basic. actors play it. I've seen some white actors play it, but oftentimes it's, they're usually made to look darker. They're wearing the black outfits. Yeah. Like, they're in the whole black leather. Yes. Yeah. It is I, 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 very much. It's like bad guy, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. Yeah. Okay. And I, I just go like, it, it, it almost becomes mustache twirling, where it's like, this guy's in our way. We got to get rid of him. Well, we but, can't just discredit him. No, no, no. We got to kill the guy. We got to remove him from from our from. But our he's brother. a threat. He is a threat. But I think you could bring it in a lot more interesting way than just having having Caiaphas as this low bass singing. I'm going to be the ultimate bad guy of the show. <laughs> yes. But yes, I mean it's a great rhythm and it's a it's a fun once again it's a, it's a fun kind of song to see. But I go as a character, Caiaphas just comes across as just so one dimensional in that moment that I just don't like it because it's it, it's not like a fun villain song like like a Scar or like or like or like a um, see I'm on the complete opposite. No, I don't, I don't like Scar. Oh, I love Scar from Lion King. Because he's always played effeminate, and that drives me insane. True Tell apparently is, is playing, it plays him better. Who? Uh, in the new version that okay. just came out. They say that's much better. Thank goodness. Yes, Jeremy Irons plays very, very effeminate. It's very tiring to hear Disney. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm trying to read Caiaphas here. Oh, you want the lyrics for this Jesus Must Die? Well, he says one thing I'll say from Jesus is cool. See, what's like, that's it's kind of almost schmutzy. like it's well, but it's not. It's like he's he's actually thinking about it. It's it's like the the underlings in cabinet. True, right? They're like the the guys that need to make decisions, but they're not the big decision maker. True. Do you know what I mean? So they're. It's they're, also him and Annis together. Like, yeah, I just come across as like. <laughs> Like ultimate, like, but he's like he says. I see bad things arising. The crowd crowned him king, which the Romans would ban. 
I see blood and destruction, our elimination because of one man. So he nails it. He does. He nails it. He's historically true of what would happen. Like he's, he's a prophet. Yes. He's prophesizing. Yes. Um, Maybe it's just the way like Caiaphas is being directed that I've seen where he comes across one way. I think he's like, um, really, you can claim as a compassionate guy who just goes, listen, if you create problems for us, Romans are going to kill us. Like genocide. Well, he's talking about, you know, like John, John the Baptist and how uh, we, we must crush him because it doesn't matter what he stands for. He, he is a symbol of the eradication of our people. True. Do you know what I mean? Like, and this goes back to community and the idea of changing and how change is. Well, you kind of see that right now with the Democrats where it's, you have people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez versus mm-hmm. the old Demo- Democratic Guard who are going, she's more further ahead than we are right now, and she's pulling us that way. Yeah. And eventually, I'm worried that the Democrats will wow. disown her. Well, and, and, and the rest like, of the squad, as they to, call them. Like, you can't go too fast with the change that big. It's true. Well, it is true. You can't and go too that's, fast. That's what happened. Yeah. This is a case in point. Yeah. You have to go one person at a time, one conversation at a time. Yeah. But it's the same with this deep south thing that we just talked about in parade. Well, that's coming up in the next episode. Like you can Oh, yes. We just talked about parade. We're going so out of order. It's true. We're going backwards in time. But it's that collective, like, how do you break down a collective mindset? True. Is one person, one conversation at a time. Yeah. Jesus didn't do that. It was just like bandwagon, right? (laughs) So true. If you were on the bandwagon, you were on the bandwagon. And if you were not on the bandwagon, you were vehemently against the bandwagon. True. Right? That is fair. So. I don't know. I still think, I I don't know. I think it just be the way the song's being directed, but. But I love the voice. Good guy. It's great. They're so low. Yes. Except for Arthur could have played. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine the Arthurus Caiaphas? Yeah, that'd be good. With the sideways stare. She's tall. It would have been elegant. Eleganza. Beautiful B. Arthur. Okay. Yes. Uh, What's another song? Or or I guess, do you have any other songs that are really on this list? Or is this kind of one of those few times where this list will be more max sided than off sided? It's totally going to be you sided because I. You can convince me that these songs shouldn't be on that. Yeah, like even like the obscure songs like Blood Money and Which one I was love that? Is that is that the one I at the temple? I don't want your blood money. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I love all of them. Okay. I love all of them. The the one I would probably eradicate if I were to Directing. choose would probably be Jesus Christ Superstar. Tell me what you think about your friends at the top. Could you think besides yourself to pick up the crop? Was he where it sat? Is he where you are? Could Muhammad move a mountain or was that just PR? Did you mean to die like that? Was that a mistake? Or did you know your massive death would be a record breaker? Don't you get me wrong. Don't you get me wrong now. Don't you get me wrong. Don't you get me wrong. I only want to know. What? I don't know. You will get rid of the superstar number? I know. Oh, I love that song. 
I know. I do too. That's why, like, but like, how could you get rid of that? That Um, was like the song that kicked off this whole musical. That was the single that changed the whole show. I know. It's just a little too preachy. Yeah, I guess so. I think it's just a rehash of the better song, which is Heaven on Our Minds. I find it trite. Oh, I love it. I listen to that all the time. That's like one of my wake I mean, up songs in the morning. Like that, like when we wake up in the morning, the first. I don't like which that song. was the, the number of chess, yeah. and it's like it's on the um, radio still. I it's like uh, what's the one from Miss Saigon, which it should go on our list too because that's a musical and a half to talk about. That is um, um, oh the American Dream. Yeah, it's like American, American Dream. Dream. I love American Dream, but that's that's what this is. Like it, this is like the bang for your well, buck. This number. is the eleven o'clock number of the show. It's the eleven o'clock number, and yeah, I, I think it's a great eleven o'clock number. It, yeah, it fine. brings it all home. Okay, I'm glad we'll you like it. Disagree on this one. Hey, I like it. It's there. It's not going anywhere. It's true. I just think there are better numbers. Absolutely, that move the plot. Well, don't forget, by this point of the show, Judas is dead, so... I know. And he comes back as a ghost with angels. So has he... Ascended to heaven? I like the production I saw of it where he's walking alongside Jesus carrying the cross. And he ends up, like, standing on the cross at one point, keeping Jesus down, time talking in his face. What version is that? The Stratford? No, this was done in, like, early 2000s when they filmed, like, a a a theatrical version of it. Mm. And like, it's fantastic because it's almost like Jesus is seeing Judas. It's kind of like his internal conscience. Well, that will work. Yeah. Like that's, that's the only way the song works. Yes. Like I, I instead of having it just it's like not a solo like number. the ascension into heaven. Look, there is a heaven. No. Because it happens before he dies. Yes. And, and, and the whole point yeah. of Christianity is. Yes. We didn't have heaven yeah. until Jesus died. Yeah. And the whole, and it's great because the whole chorus almost becomes like kind of like people in the mob. So yeah. it's almost like the, they're taunting him as like he's walking with the cross and you have the ghost Judas kind of talking to Jesus as if Jesus is imagining him. It's great. It's a great version of it. Okay. I'm going to have to Look try and up. find that one. Yeah. Well. My next one is Simon Zelot slash poor Jerusalem. Yelling their devotion, but at a touch of hate and wrong, yeah. you will rise to a greater power. We will win ourselves home.
I don't like this song. I don't know why they chose to have Simon Z-Lots have a moment in this show. It's the big dance number. Yeah, but we don't need it. The song, the song is when I skip because I just go, I don't really care. The audience knows Jesus will not be tempted by Simon to kind of go crazy like, like Simon wants him to. Plus, the song doesn't add anything to the plot. Simon disappears yeah, back into the courts right after so. the song. Give Peter another song instead. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll back you up on that. Like, give Peter, yeah. like, an act one song, an act two song. Like, build him up a bit more. Simon, it's like, why are you here, buddy? Like, yeah. I, 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 I get you're part of the Bible and something happens as part of the Bible in the story there. But, like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Simon's the yeah, okay. song I skip. Okay. Okay. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Highlight Peter. Okay. Yeah. Done. Okay. My last one is Judas's death, the suicide song for Judas. I don't know how to love him. I don't know why he moves me. He's a man. He's just a man. He is not a king. He is just the same as anyone I know. He scares me so. And I like it. You need I, it. It's complex. Oh, you actually need it. I just have found the song feels anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. Where like it just builds and builds and builds, and then it just kind of pitters off. With him hanging, swinging from his tree. Yeah. Um, and, I know. And I but... find a lot of actors can't sing it. It just becomes well. screaming. God, I'm sick. I've been used. And you knew all the time. God, God, I'll never know why you chose me. Why you And I'm like, okay, I get it. You're conflicted. Like the first part is really cool, where it comes into it comes back to Caiaphas, like I didn't know, like that first part. And then they got the I don't know how to love him. I love that. But 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 that's like he's broken me. He's destroyed me. He's broken me. It's it, it becomes almost like my sister, my, my mother, my sister, my mother from from Chinatown, and it just becomes the guy playing Judas. <laughs> I know, I know. But and if it just you can goes, sing it, it's great. But I haven't seen anybody really sing it. Oh, except Michaela, you did a great job um, when you did it. Uh, but like Mac it, is not judging you. No. Um, but like most actors, especially male actors, like I remember in the movie version that they did, where that guy is just screaming at the end. Uh, and, 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 the one, and, the one, and the one they did with John John Legend, like half the time the guy was off stage because he, he was climbing the scaffold and then just disappeared. Yeah. And yeah, I'm like, well, I'm like, it hasn't been directed right. That's bad direction. It has not bad direction and the actors couldn't sing it. Nobody's, well, I've never come across anybody who's really captured that song. Like that song should be a Javera suicide moment. Um, but yeah. So now I guess we're now into the part of the show where it's. Should be revived. And does have a place today. Yeah. Can I go first this time? Yeah. Just because I think it's going to kick off a conversation with you. Okay. I'm not sure. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not sure how much more the musical has to say. 
Like it's one of those like the last few productions I've seen, they're all styled the same way with the steampunk bohemian look to them. Um, and except for the characters of like Jesus, Judas and Pilate, I don't find the characters have much depth or more stuff you can mine out of them before it just becomes a rehash of, of some of the production somebody's seen. Like that's like they just announced this new tour version that's, that's going to be coming in the next in the next year. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to see it again. Like, I think the music's great. I'll listen to the album and I'll watch the versions I have. But like, I don't know if I need to see any more versions. Yeah. Except for maybe one version where Caiaphas is played with more dimension. But like, ultimately, I just go, I don't know how much. I think there are better musicals nowadays that get like Parade, which will be coming up. Um, that but it hasn't about- been it hasn't been played to death either. I mean, it was short lived Broadway. But then it came back it closed in seventy three and came back in seventy seven. No, I'm talking about parades. Oh, like, parade, it was a yes. very short parade. Yes, had a short run. Short run, right? Um, but this is an older musical. This older musical, and it's one of those musicals where I go. I think there are better ones now that can get into this whole maybe I don't know I, I, you know, there's not too many religious musicals out there like do we ever need to see any, another production of Romeo and Juliet no please no right but people go still, watch my sad story but people still <clears throat> do it yes and can we do like a different version of West Side Story like is there anything sure you could well but th- you could do that with this too that's true I don't know I I think I think this one I'd I love to see a movie remake of it where they get everything yeah. right after screwing it up in 73. Um, but I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think. I, I, I'm conflicted. One part of me goes, I'd love to see somebody try something really innovative with it. Where like you really go full tilt with it and like really go on. Like as much as we don't like the German <laughs> side story. But I well, will, they just messed up an idea. They messed like, up an idea. But I think the concept of the the production design was a very radical choice per se but basically like i think i think it was a very innovative choice and i think that's something where it's the same thing here with us where where, where i go like if somebody's going to do jesus christ superstar i want something really innovative like go all female or do something really push me with like do one where donald trump is jesus just to really shake it up like, I don't no, know. No, he's like, not a Jesus. But that's my point. Like, do something where it's going to be really innovative. I, I think it'd be interesting to, like, contemporize it. Yes. And set it in, like, a political I would love to see something, but not freaking bohemian, steampunk, dystopian future setting. Do yeah, something? that's yeah. always really weird anyway. Yeah. But that's playing on, you know, the history of when it debuted, which is, like, the True. heart of disco and that True. kind of, like, Mad Maxy yeah. kind of look, right? But I think it's very relevant. And the thing I love about it that I think is important is that it shows us that that Christianity is based on being human, yes, not on being saintly. Mm. And I think religion gets really screwed up when it becomes about idolatry. Mm. So it makes it seem like they're they struggle and the struggle is human. And I really like that. And I think, you know, to be a good Christian, we shouldn't judge it. Mm. (laughs) I think that's where we kind of, I think we could totally end with that. Lovely sentiment. And yes, yes, we should, 
we should keep doing this musical because it's yeah. it's great. But listen, if you come up with a really innovative way to do it, I'll happily come be your AD on the show. And you can okay. convert me. I think you should just be my AD for life. I agree. I'd happily come AD any production you're on. I love it. Um, but yeah, so that's it for this podcast. We thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, comment, give us some feedback. We always love hearing it. Tell us your thoughts on yes, whether or not this please. should be revived and please, why. Please. Yes, yes. Like that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, thank you to Brody for creating our fantastic theme music. Way to go, Brody. We love your little baby. We love it. <laughs> um, well, you we can't wait to have you back for our next uh, show. Um, which is already kind of be spoiled for you with parade, but boop, 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 boop. it's going to be good. It's, a, it's, it's going to be great. It's a good. Listen, let me tell you. It's um, long. It's a long, it may be it's a two part. Settle in for the long ride. Yeah. Uh, but in There's the meantime, lots of things. <laughs> it's true. In the meantime though, uh, feel free to reach us at, reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at before the down beat. And if they want to reach you directly on, how can they reach you? Just Autumn Smith. All, all, all forums? All forums. All right. And I'm at Mackenzie Corner at all forums. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. I'm the ginger guy and the profile pick. Um, but thank you so much. And we look forward <laughs> to seeing you in a theater enjoying a musical. Thanks, guys. Talk Bye. To you later. Bye.